This show brought to you by Circle of Seven Productions, www.cosproductions.com. Please be sure to subscribe and welcome to our circle. And then it's also Pro Sports Wives Day tomorrow. And the reason I bring that up is because our um, author today has a book out and she it sets it's set in the world of sports professional sports so i'm so excited to talk to her it's her debut book and we are going to talk to her and she's a fellow Tule author so super excited okay so aisha weedland um is from chicago her first book out is oh my gosh i have my notes here hold on hold on <laughs> is that terrible um it's right here there you are. There it is. That's the name of the book. There you are. And it features a fantastic woman who's in the, in sports as well as um, a doctor she meets at a gala. So I'm super excited to talk to Aisha about this right now. And you can find her book and all the links to her social media and her website in the write-up of the show. So welcome to the show, Aisha. How are you, my dear? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me, Patricia. It's been quite the day so far. Yes. So, yeah, yes. We were having technical difficulties earlier. So we, we fixed it. We're smart ladies. We got it down. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. So um, yeah, I had to get up bright and early and take my dog to the vet and, and my phone is doing things and it's, it's been a lot, but I'm super excited. It's um, I haven't cried yet. I'm sure I will before the day is done. Um, sure. Because it's release Time. day. It's actual release day for you today. Yes, yes, yes. Today I have put my baby out into the public um, <laughs> to be shamed, to be mocked, no, to share with everybody. Loved and adored and <laughs> calling you and asking you for more characters. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so it's, um, it's a really exciting and emotional and also kind of fun, fun day. So um yeah I'm really really excited about it so tell me how did you come to decide you wanted to write a book and then how did you come up with this story so I have been a reader it feels like forever like I have read books all my life just like a voracious reader just I was the kid that went to the library on the weekends with my mom pick out a bunch of books read them throughout the week, finish them, go back to the library, get a stack. So I, I was that kid growing up. Um, you know, when you get to high school, you sort of get a little busy with other things. <laughs> so reading isn't that much of a priority. Um, you get to college, you got to read for school. But um, it never went away, like that love for books. It never really went away. And I would write little short stories here and there, but nothing to the extent of, of this. Like I never thought that I would write something like this. I mean, you have a mother sleep, can't sleep because her kid went to camp for a week and you have an idea in your head and you're like, you know what, I'm up. I might as well just start trying to tackle this idea and see what you can come up with. And you just keep working at it and working at it. And you send it out to a few people your friends, hey, what do you think about this? You think this sounds like it could be a good book and you start to get some encouraging feedback and you're like, all right, okay, 
I, I think I want to keep trying to make this a reality. So um, that's kind of what got me to the point of really putting in the work to try to get this published. So you decide you're going to do this, you're writing the story, and then what is your journey from pitching it to getting that email or that phone call saying, we want to buy your book? Oh, wow. Uh, it was a bumpy road, very emotional, because I got, um, I simply started um, Googling um, romance publishing companies, sure. like romance publishers, <clears throat> looking at their submissions, you know, how to submit my book. And I started from there, I started um, pitching it and sending it out. And I got a whole lot of no's. Okay. Some of the no's came with um some feedback some positive feedback some came with some negative feedback um but Tuli, they got it and they were very kind they you know said we like what you're doing here but maybe try to work on this this and this and I said oh that's that's really great um so if I work on this this and this can I send it back to you would you want it back if that's something that I could do yeah and they were kind enough and they said yeah so we sort of went back and forth a few times and then they they sent me a offer nice. which is awesome so it's always very interesting to me the amount of work people will put into wanting to write a book and then they'll mm -hmm. actually get a publisher or an agent that will give them that feedback and, mm -hmm. and I understand it's a very high percentage of people who never follow up like it's something like 90%. This just like, mm -hmm. oh, well, okay, I have to do all this work. Never mind. I'll just yeah. find someone else who likes it the way it is. And, and honestly, yeah. I don't care if you're Stephen King or Nora Roberts or Lee Child or anybody else, that mm -hmm. first draft or maybe in the first 20, they it needs help. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm so glad that they you found someone who gave you such good feedback and then you followed up. I was shocked because I, by that point, I, I think I was at like 23 rejections. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I got the email, I was like, all right, well, here's number 24, you know? And um, when I like sort of started reading through the rest of the email, I was like, oh no, they're ac actually providing me with constructive ways to fix this. Yeah. And, you know, willing to further assist me and allowing me to resubmit it to them. So I was just really blown away at the level of help that they wanted to provide to me, yeah. you know, because I'm, I'm very new at this. I'm a first time published author. You know what I mean? They're taking a chance on me. I, you know, I'm, I'm very, very new to all of this. So it was very, very, very cool that they yeah. were willing to do that. <clears throat> Tell me about your story. Oh, okay, sure. Well, um, it's about Amina. She um, works in like uh, urban and community development with the Chicago Bulls. Um, you know how if you see like players on a team like giving out school supplies and things like that for kids running the camp, right. she's the person that sort of does that. She's the go-between to set up those events and she organizes this huge, huge event um, to sponsor for the Children's Hospital in Chicago. Okay. Um, so she goes to this event and she gives a speech and Dr. Nathan Moore sees her on stage giving this speech and 
is immediately like, who, who is that? You know, I need to know who that is. I need to talk to her. And, um, you know, he sees her from across the room and some guy starts kind of harassing her a little bit, you know, trying to get her attention. And she is not interested at all. And he goes and helps her out and she pretends like, you know, he's her date and, you know, they are immediately attracted to each other. And um, it sort of goes from there without spoiling anything in the story. Um, it's, it's, it's quite an emotional story. There's a lot uh, going on with race because they are an interracial couple. And um, she has some things from her past that come up in the story that could also complicate her trying to build a relationship with Nathan. And um, she also has some familial uh, situations going on as well uh, due to the fact that they are also an interracial couple. So it's, it's a lot going on. It's a lot in the mix. It's a lot in the pot, but um, I think it's a good, it's a good journey uh, to go on with them. Yeah, a lot more discussion in the past couple of years about representation and especially mm -hmm. uh, there's been a big upheaval and I've mentioned it before on the show, but um, it's I think it's important to have those kinds of stories and books because we were, Aisha and I were talking about this before the show that um, she's had some feedback that the interracial aspect of the book wasn't necessarily I don't know the, the wording that was used, but it was, um, I know you said the word was preachy was one of them. Yes, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that why is it being brought up? It's like, because it is an issue because mm -hmm. people will come up to you like strangers will just come up mm -hmm. to you and say stuff and feel like yeah. they're, they're right to do this. Yeah, and um, it's, yeah. for me, it, um, I, I think speaking from personal experience, I felt connected to writing an interracial um, couple for my first book. Um, and um, I, I have lived experience in dealing with that. So it, it felt like um, I couldn't tell that story without telling the truth and the reality of what that, what that experience is. It's not, it's not always sunshine and rainbows. There are some real true to life conversations, but it is also, you know, sunshine and rainbows as well, but it is important. I think there has to be a balance. There has to be some kind of dialogue and some form of reality of what that situation is, because it's, it's not easy for everybody. No. And, and as you're reading the book, when you're going on Amina's journey, you will, you know, feel her, her inner conflict and her emotion around being um, with Nathan because he is this incredible man and he he wants to be with her and all of these things but even with all of these wonderful things there is this still within her a well I just don't know if I want to do that because of this 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 and this so um, yeah that felt really important to me and and uh, crucial crucial to part of the telling their story and and crucial to their journey absolutely. <clears throat> You know, I have to remind my children, you know, that we talk a lot about different things because uh, we have we have adopted two Hispanic children um, mm. and then we have two older biological children. And mm -hmm. uh, we have different conversations about how we couldn't have done this even 50 years ago. Yeah. I mean, the year I was born, Loving versus Virginia was passed. And that was yep. like, they've been fighting that for what, 10 years? Yeah. That not only changed the, the you know, changing the... Uh, 
the laws about interracial marriage, but it also changed and shifted. It started to um, change foster and adoption. Yeah. Because, you know, you had children that it was like, well, where do, you know, the system, where do we put them? And they were juggled. Yep. A lot of interracial kids were juggled back mm-hmm. and forth. And so those conversations need to happen. And so books like yours help that. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and people see your perspective. And I think that's incredibly important. And so, yeah, it's vital. It's vital to understand, um, you know, everybody's story isn't the same, but some stories are the same. You know <laughs> what I mean? There are some people that would read her experience or his experience and, and, and go, yeah, that, that's exactly what happens to me. You know, I understand exactly how that feels. I had this situation happen, you know, with me and my family members. So I think there is a lot in there that people could relate to or learn, just simply learn about, oh, wow, I never knew that somebody who's in that kind of relationship might go or go through or experience these types of things, you know? So I, yeah, I just, I really wanted, you know, obviously when you're writing a romance novel, there is a a aspect of of fantasy (laughs) involved for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I wanted to, you know, keep it real a little bit there. Well, I think that's the best ones are the ones that have the, the swooniness or the, the fantasy of it, but it's really is when you're in it, when you're falling in love and it is fantasy, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, this is sunshine and rainbows. And then yes, reality's mixed in there too. So I think that good blend of honesty and, and the, the fun and reality and the sexiness and all of it is, is, yeah, I think it makes a great romance. Mm-hmm. So, so how long mm-hmm. did it take you to write your first book? Whew, um, <laughs> time do we have? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, wow. I want to say from the day that I, it was 2 a.m. in the morning and I started typing out chapter one until Tuli sent me a email saying, we want you um, about a year and a half. That's not bad. Yeah, it's a while, it was, it's a, a, a little bit, you know, and there were, there were plenty of moments where I was, you know, getting these no's and I was like, well, I guess this is it. We are done. Um, you know, and uh, my dad, uh, who unfortunately is no longer with us, was like, you know, you you want something, you want something bad enough, you can't, you can't just turn your back on it when it get hard. You gotta keep keep going, keep pushing. So, you know, I would work on it sometimes and then put it away. And you know, when I would get too like, uh, you know, and and pull it back out, but it took about uh, about a year and a half. Yeah. It's a, yeah. So second book. So you have another book in the series, the Romancing the Doctor series. Yes. That's yes. going to come out in October. Yes. So, um, and I'm reading the preview or the, the blurb of it. Is it the same yes. gala or is it a different gala? It is a different gala. Okay. Um, it's a different event that Amina's best friend, uh, Angela, is, um, she has started her own um, nonprofit. Okay. um acts of faith and she's going to to start to need to raise money to run it <laughs> to, to yeah. help these people and um so she partners with the hospital and um Nathan's best friend Sean 
um, helps her out. And, you know, it is definitely a enemies to lovers type of book because they do not like each other. You meet them and there you are and they are not BFFs at yeah. all. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's definitely them sort of learning a little more about each other and, you know, starting to see each other differently. You know, they share some similar pain in the past and um, how that affects them personally and professionally and how that could drive any type of future of them together is, uh, is the book of it and it takes place you know during Christmas time so it's um I really really enjoyed writing that one a lot because that one was one that was a suggestion uh-huh. that I had no no plan no no outline no nothing so I'm like all right I'll, I'll give it a go yeah and uh, yeah that that one was uh, a huge deal for me because I really had to figure figure it out put it together and really work on it but there you are I feel like I had I had a story in my head I had a game plan I had an outline um and for maybe this Christmas I didn't have any of those things (laughs) nothing I'm like I have Angela and Sean here we go Um, and it's time (laughs) that's it that's all I got so that was I was laughing one time because I pitched to Tule um, the the uh, Marietta uh, medical series, mm-hmm. and the you know you send your your outlines and and um I it's kind of like you're frantically trying to get this in as fast as possible. So they yeah. just they wanted an, a synopsis of the first book and then an overview of the second too. And so I had like threw something down real soft for the second one, and I you know you throw the hole and there's some deep dark secret that someone's hiding. And I thought, okay, this will buy me like a day and I could figure out, you know, what's going on. And then mm-hmm. they wrote me back within like 10 minutes and they go, so what's the secret? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, quite no. Um, and so it was actually, even to me. <laughs> yes, yes. So it was actually like solved the mystery of something that people had been asking in the series, you know, in the different parts of the series. So, mm-hmm. um, and I thought, well, they'll either like it or they won't because no one had, had addressed this particular question. So I thought, mm-hmm. well, I'll throw it out there and see if they like it. And they were like, oh my God, we love it. I'm like, yay. Like, Woo. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly how I wanted that to go. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> sometimes, so you've got... So you've got your two books. Do you have more friends, more brothers, sisters? Are they? I do. I do have a a friend, uh, Amina and Angela's other friend, Lisa, um, <laughs> that I'm starting to to sort of. I sent um, a, a outlines uh, outline to my editor and said, "Hey, I think I might have something here." And she's like, oh yeah, that that you got some bones. I think you know you need to work on it and sort of flesh this out. And we need this. She told me what they would need. I'm like, okay. So I'm starting to work on that. It's it's been a slow go. Um, you know, I life is happening around me. My kids are getting older. I got an eighth grader and graduation's coming, and I got a suit and all these things. So you know, my life is sort of a little bit, but I'm trying to buckle down and get this to them because I really would want to pitch it and 
have them say yes and then I could put a nice little bow on the whole series um so I'm, I'm trying to put something together um for that there is and there is a front I did I just wrote like a third chapter so there is Lisa and there is a friend of Sean so who moves to Chicago from California of course um, yeah of course just magically appears okay, <laughs> people have met under weirder circumstances so you know I say go for it <laughs> yeah so I'm currently working on that now so we'll see we'll see what happens so you were talking about life happening all around you and having an eighth grader, but I know that there's this cute little fluffy ball of sunshine that hangs out with you every day. Is that his name is Oscar? Is that yes, right? yes. So if you look is. on his Instagram page, she has Oscar <laughs> and he is the cutest little ball of fluff. You he's right here. He's, he's right. There he is. Doctor today, so oh. he's sore. Oh, goodness, buddy. All right, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone. I'm a good pet parent. Yeah, she is. She very much is. <laughs> he got a shot today at the vet. He got some uh, his distemper today, so his oh, yeah, his shoulder is kind of sore, and he's not. I'm not his favorite person right now. Yeah, um, but you'll but snuggle yeah, up. We got him. I'll be forgiven. <laughs> We got him in December of uh, this past year. Um, we lost our dog in August. Mm -hmm. And we waited, we waited, we waited, we waited. And then when the kids gave us their Christmas list, they both had a pet on it. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, all yeah. right, I think I think we're ready. And and then the, the search began and he just came into our home and it felt like he had always been here yeah just so super sweet so he'll love me tomorrow yeah. <laughs> right now. i'll love you later today actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah dogs make the, the house different you know i love i've had i had cats for years and and had dogs before then cats were better for like in college and like your early professional yeah. life you know um yeah. for me and then but dogs are just different. And yeah. my husband had grown up with this really crappy poodle. And he, so he wasn't really fond of dogs. I had grown up with dogs all the time because my dad mm -hmm. would bring home strays, you know, and then we'd find oh. them. So, um, so we always had dogs. And mm -hmm. he had been married, see, Steve and I had been married about know, almost eight, nine years. And mm -hmm. we ended up going to PetSmart one day and they had an adoption and there were these two labs sitting there and they're oh. just you know yellow labs and mm -hmm. they're both female and it was a mother and daughter and they oh. had, it was a rescue um and they had been dumped at the um the kill one of the kill shelters around here because it was right when the economy really tanked and mm. so it's like you know you can keep your dog or you can pay your light bill so mm. uh, but we think that the mom had been puppy milled and so they were keeping this particular Daughter, uh, the breeder and, yeah and so they um so I said come on I mean they're labs they're great with kids mm -hmm. and we're doing all this stuff and um my husband's like why do we need a dog and I'm like I'm not leaving until and I literally <laughs> like never ever ever given an ultimatum like that I've never pouted but I basically followed him around the store like why not we need a dog <laughs> 
that we brought them both home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's sort of how it was for me. I, you know, I called my husband. I said, Hey, I think I found the dog. It's hypoallergenic. It's perfect. And he's like, no, we don't need their pet. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get him yeah. and he'll be fine. And, um, you know, he, he loves him. He just loves his dog. So it's just, it's, it's so weird how that always happens. It's always, no, we don't need a dog. And then the dog comes and it's like, their BFFs. It's quite funny. It's all those pictures that people post about, here's my husband with a dog he didn't want. Here's my husband with a cat he didn't yes, want. Yes, yes. That's exactly what it is. He's got videos of him in the snow and he's like curled up on him. You know, it's just, I'm like, and you didn't want him. That's right. That's right. See, he'll sn- Oscar will snuggle up to the hubs when he comes home today. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what is, uh, you know, you've got your plotting book three. So what is your thought after that? I mean, are you planning that for out? Do you have something you really want to write about? I, I'm not sure. I haven't really thought about it. I feel like once that's done, I'll, I'll probably feel like, okay, that's done. That's done. And yeah. then I think, and I think my my mind might open up to something new, a new world, a new uh, new characters, new experience. But I haven't figured out what that is yet. Yeah. Um, and I think because my my mind is just so focused on trying to finish this series that I haven't really given any thought to okay, what are you gonna do when that series is over? So I think I have to um, finish this sure. so I can see what else. Uh, I can think of because I, I haven't really considered it. I mean, I might have an idea or two, but I haven't really given anything any long-term thought or any long-term plan just yet. So hopefully I can get something else out of this head of mine <laughs> and see see, <laughs> see what what I can think of. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it. So I wish you the very best. I think it's going to be great. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me today. Oh, of course. Of course. Please come back in October when your next book comes out. I most certainly will. I hope people really enjoy that one because it was, um, it was just so much fun. It was so, I mean, the, the first one felt like, oh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of grind, grind, grind. Yeah. This, the second one felt like, oh, this is super fun. It's Christmas, you know, so right. <laughs> it felt right. a little lighter because I'm like, I did it. I did the thing. <laughs> All right. I think I can do it again. So, That's right. Um, so yeah, I, I really hope people enjoy that one as well. I love it. I love it. So yeah, please come back. And then um, if you need to uh, brainstorm any ideas, let's give me a shout. We'll, we'll brainstorm. We'll get some stuff out there. And you can put- I- and you can pick more cool, sexy covers because your your cover for that book is is tremendous. It's so uh, it feels calming almost. Like you yes. can feel the calm between the two of them. Mm-hmm. It's just it's very. I love it. It's uh, it's very cool. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a perfect theme. You know, and it's interesting because Tule is um, really gracious about letting authors be big participants in their book covers Mm -hmm. which isn't Mm -hmm. typical you know no I I have heard I've heard that and I was you know to be honest like when I first got the first mock-up I was like oh no like the the beard is wrong and the hair is wrong and you know because you have this image in your mind of of what it's going to be and um it it turned out awesome 
mm-hmm. it, and it did. And the fact that they even sent me a mock-up yeah. to say, hey, look at this and tell us what you think. You know, that's not how most publishers do it. It's here's your cover. Right. You know, so I, I uh, and they give us an art fact sheet to, you know, have an idea of what the people should look like and uh, things like that. So that's just such a cool thing to make sure that your story is authentic to the way that you want it to be and that your characters look the way that you envision them in your mind. So it's just really cool. They're, they are just really, really great. Really yeah. great. Jane is, um, is just really pro-author. And I'm not saying any publishers, and no other publishers are, but she's an author. She's written <laughs> like gazillion books. And so mm-hmm. she knows the process and she knows what the authors go through. So being in that perspective, certainly she's, she wants to encourage as much success as she can. And yeah. when one of us succeeds, all of us do. There's plenty yeah. of room the table, you know? There's plenty of room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really amazing to, you know, like I said, I'm new to this, but to have so many people, like the, the whole day, I've gotten so many encouraging messages and emails and tweets and DMs, like it's just been um, just such a sweet thing. Cause you know, when you are a writer, it can be, it can feel quite isolating. when you're writing stories and you feel so alone and then you know you have to share this thing that you've just been pouring your heart into into the public and um you know to have that kind of support it just it means so much because you know I'm flying out of seat in my pants right And it's hard too, because I've been to where I've been writing and I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever written. And then I'll get it all ready. And then it's right before I hit send. I'm like, oh my God, this is awful. You know? <laughs> like, why am I sending this? Yes. Yeah, it's that up and down thing. 100%. Like even I, like I would say, I, I didn't get any sleep last night in like a wink of sleep. I was just tossing and turning and it was all, are people going to like it? What are they going to think? Are they gonna talk about me? Are they gonna sweep bad things about me the whole night? And I'm sure my dog was like, Would you please just go to sleep? I'm really just trying to sleep. You know, I'm pacing the floor. Like it was just really, really bad. And you know, this morning I got up and the first thing I saw was a you know, happy release day. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. my God. And it just it sort of it just sort of made me relax a little bit and I'm like oh that's and then to have that throughout the day has just really relieved a lot of the anxiety and stress and you know also not putting myself in a no review situation (laughs) yeah yeah, word of warning to any new authors don't read the reviews because you don't it's not worth it and um now, if some if someone reads them for you and you have the same theme over again, like there was a lot of misspellings or you know formatting's mm-hmm. off, yeah, you might want to look at that. But you know, stuff like like we talked about, you know, too mm-hmm. crazy or mm-hmm. uh, friends of mine have ones too much sex, and, and it's just mm-hmm. like, well, it's got a sexy cover, you, you know, kind of have anticipate that's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so you got to kind of take those with a grain of salt and basically just don't 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 read those. Just yeah. <laughs> Once I cut myself off from that, the day the day has been just it's been a really good day. I'm very excited. 
I am so excited for you and welcome to the Tule family. I'm so glad you're Thank here. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Like it's, it's, it's a dream. It's a dream come true today. It's <laughs> and more dreams are coming. You've got a dream coming I, up in October and one next year for sure. And even more after that. Hopefully, hopefully. I love it. Well, you're going to come back and talk to us in October. Yes. And then, oh, right. I love it. Well, thank you, Aisha, so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, Patricia. It's been a really good time. Absolutely. Thank you. So it is this. I've been talking to Aisha Whedon, um, Weedland, sorry. And if you were looking for her online, it's I-E-S-H-I-A-W-I-E-D-L-I-N.com. I've also got her social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Goodreads and BookBub are all in the links to the write-up of the show. And her book, There You Are, is out right now. And then her book for Christmas will be out on the 25th of October. So, and it's part of the Romance of the Doctor series. So thank you for being here, my dear. And we will talk to you very soon. Awesome. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. And this has been Patricia W. Fisher with Readers Entertainment Radio. Keep on reading, everybody. This show brought to you by Circle of Seven Productions, www.cosproductions.com. Please be sure to subscribe and welcome to our circle.